0: People are always complimenting on my photos and they ask me, who is your photographer? And I tell them I don't have a photographer. I have access to the best photographers. That's the main reason why today's episode is brought to you by Verve Portraits. Let me share my experience with Verve. They genuinely want to know all about you. They are curious about your why, your purpose, to establish the right elements for a memorable experience. Verve really know how to capture your story and bring it to life that creates emotional connection. They carefully select the best photographers from around the world, and their mission is to create unforgettable experiences that will be celebrated for a lifetime. So I highly recommend that you check them out and prepare yourself for your own unforgettable experience. It's now time to head over to verveportraits.com.au forward slash Catherine, where you receive a discount as a special gift for our listeners. This week we have one of our own in Australia, Vanessa Jane, who is an international creative film director. The Sydney-based artist is best known for both helping business owners from LA to Copenhagen design careers based on their purpose and tripling their sales through sharing life and business stories on film. The 40-year-old hasn't always had such creative influence. Her previous life involved more studies and careers you could throw a stick at. Whilst some qualifications are markedly quite impressive, and this journey alone directs her passion to spread creativity in the world. Vanessa boasts an advanced Diploma of Creative Producing, Diploma of Marketing, Arts and Entertainment, a Diploma of Social Science and Psychology, and Masters uh, in NLP, just in name a few. Just ask her about the link between creativity with mental health, sexuality and money and watch her face come alive and light up. Throughout 2018, Vanessa has planned to exclusively share the power of her work in the international press, at world-renowned film festivals, through to a TED Talk planned for the autumn, with tour dates including London, LA, to New York before the end of the year. Creativity to create anything is to believe, if only momentarily you are capable of magic it's now time to tune into this creative soul of inspiration and joy well this week we have another very special guest for you uh vanessa jane all the way from sydney nice change vanessa welcome to iron woman project Oh, Thanks, Catherine. It's really lovely to be with you. I was explained to Vanessa, we don't uh, have very, not not often do we have uh, women of inspiration from Australia. We do have quite a few, but it's so nice sometimes to get someone that just basically is next door and at the same (laughs) time zone. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I find that too. It's lovely, isn't it? To, yes. to talk and have the same accent. I nice know, <laughs> that's it. Because quite often people say, oh, I love your accent. And I think you've got an accent. Yeah. Your yeah. accent's gorgeous. We don't have one, do we? No, we don't. Not at all. So, Vanessa, as we start the show, we always love to ask a woman of inspiration to share their unique story. So, tell us what's your story. How did you get to
1: where you are today? Sure. Well, um, it's important to to, to say that um, I grew up, um, I, I'm a creative strategist and a filmmaker now, um, but I grew up creatively repressed uh, in every single way. Um, I didn't really have an idea of who I was or what I was even doing here and um, I had to go through a really big journey of the soul and I think that that is um, I needed to find out why I was here and what I had to offer, and that's been pretty much what I've been doing for 25 years. But that creative repression um, was—it it, it was all over my whole life. It was—I didn't know who I was, so I couldn't. I didn't dress how I wanted to dress. I didn't have the personality I—that was truly me. I didn't like even choose my friends very intentionally. I wasn't doing a. a a career or or living a life that had any, any flavour of who I truly was in it. I felt like I was just at the, um, I suppose, at the um, influence of what was going on in the world rather than being an intentional creator. So my life has really been about this gradual finessing of who I am and and what I do. Um, And I went from, from, really creatively repressed um, to this full expression in my work um, and in who I am as a person. Uh, And now I get to do this work as a creative strategist and filmmaker. Um, So in the mentoring part of my work, which is the creative strategy, I help other people turn what their purpose is into, um, into their career. So I help them find out what that is. And then I help them create the entire thing from, from conception all the way through to launching it. Um, and then I also help um, with the, the brand stories that I tell through the power of storytelling um, and visibility to help people to once they've found their purpose and they have an expression for it to then be able to be seen in the world in the full sort of expression of who they are. I've got a, a lot of experience with and marketing, PR, Film, television, healing arts, um, quantum mechanics, shamanic work, and they're just a few of the things that I've done. Um, so they—they they, they really, um, what, what, what? Everything I've done in my life, every single thing I've done in my life, has given me is this ability to see for another person what they can't yet see for themselves, um, and then I help them make it happen.
0: Mm. I have <laughs> yes. quite a few questions for you, Vanessa. So quantum oh. mechanics, maybe talk us through what is that for our listeners and for myself uh,
1: and also shamanic work. Yeah, so um, quantum mechanics is about um, the the um, the thoughts and the vibration of who we are. Um, the greatest lesson that I've ever been taught I've ever learned in my whole life has been about the fact that um, we are energetic beings, we are just vibration, we are just energy, that's all we are. And to be a person of intentional creation um, is someone who can intentionally use that, uh, sort of direct that energy where they want it to go. And that means your um, vibration, which creates your thought, which creates your a feeling which creates your uh, actions which creates your life um, and I learned that I needed to work very much uh, on the vibration that I was um, sending out into the world and that meant I had to look at how I was feeling that meant I had to look at my thoughts that meant I had to look at it like everything around me was just a reflection of the thoughts and feelings that I was having and I just that that was such a huge concept for me to understand that I was that much of a powerful intentional creator that I that what I was feeling and thinking could actually make things happen. Um, and I'm, I mean, it sounds very woo woo to a lot of people, but it's sort of it's science. It's been proven. It's it's um, been proven by a lot of. Um, uh, there's been so many studies there's so many there's so many um people out there that are talking about this now but back when I was learning it it was such a you know people didn't have a clue about what it was really didn't really have a title it just was sort of a woo-woo topic um for a lot of people but it was it is the single most important lesson I've ever learned in my life is that my vibration is the is the only thing that is creating everything that's going on around me. It's creating my relationships. It's creating my experiences. It's creating my money flow. It's creating my uh, relationships, everything. So that was a really big, um, an important part of my life and has changed everything for me. And, um, and the shamanic work. Well, I'm uh, so profoundly interested in, um, Ancient wisdom and the things that are passed down through generations, um, and the, the connection with the, um, with nature and uh, all of these things have, have been some things that I've been really interested in. And for, for many years, probably for about the last 10 to 12 years, I have worked with different shaman throughout the world. And shaman are, you know, the indigenous, um, Medicine people of different cultures in the world. There's the Native American shaman. There's the South American shaman. There's the the, the ones from Mexico, and um, we also have some here in Australia. Um, and they they bring forth this wisdom that has been passed down through many many generations. Um, that we are a part of nature, and that we we are as a part of nature. Nature is. How we heal is through nature, and so anything that, anything that, any problems that we have in our life need need to be um, healed through plant medicine, mm. through natural kind of ceremony that that uh, sort of you know community ceremonies that they would all do around the fire and initiation ceremonies and all of those sorts of things that really bring you back to being a part of nature again, a part of community, a part of Something that's been around for centuries and something that is very powerful in its impact in your life. So, what it did for me was my particular experience was with ayahuasca mm. to start with. And, um, ayahuasca is probably the most powerful plant medicine that you can, I think you can find. Um, and it's, it's given very, um, in a sacred way by a shaman. Um, and it's given to you in ceremony. They're called ceremony, and you sit in ceremony with a shaman and a few other people, and what it does is it bursts open your consciousness, and you can intend to have uh, the answer to a question. You can ask the medicine anything. The medicine is uh, what the Indigenous call grandmother,
0: Mm-hmm. So they refer
1: to it as the mother or the grandmother and you ask the feminine to help you with a problem or experience that you need some some assistance with. Um, and so what it did for me was um, it broke open my consciousness so that I was able to experience myself as not my body, like I was able to experience myself as sort of infinite intelligence and to get the answers to my questions so it sort of takes you out of your body so that you're nothing but your sort of nothing but your spirit and it releases you of your human sort of the human part of you so that you can see deeper and deeper and deeper into who you truly are and what you're truly doing here. And it's such a, a privilege to be able to do that sort of thing to um, to fix the problems that we have as human beings. And we have so many in this world. Um, but I've always found that if I have some, uh, the, the last experience that I had uh, taught me um, something that has changed my life in such a profound way that um, I could never have got those answers from a psychotherapist or a, or a counsellor or anything like that. This was, this was on a very deep soul level. Um, and so I have so much gratitude to both quantum mechanics, this is discovery of that, and also to um, the shamanic work and, and the plant medicine that I – and I still do it every six months um, because there's always something to learn.
0: Wow, that's amazing. It's, it's interesting because I was just having a conversation with uh, somebody else just the other day about them going to Peru. And it's interesting because ayahuasca is one of those uh, topics that – is coming out more and more as a topic of interest. And I think that, you know, for me, I've heard people purge, I've heard people Mm. go through amazing experiences and then maybe not so amazing experiences. So the way that you've (laughs) described it, it's amazing. But I didn't know you could actually do it every six months. I thought it's one of those things that you probably do, you know, because it's you get such a big breakthrough.
1: You do, but but it's something that becomes you you surrender to the medicine and it becomes your um the only healer that you really ever need um and it's an intimate experience between you and the plant uh, you don't have to tell anyone else about it. Mm. Um, it's such an intimate sort of sacred experience that you have. You can do it um, often. And, in fact, when I do it, I do pretty much two or three over three days. Yep. Um, so you do it in a sort of an in, in a very sort of condensed. You don't have to do it that way, but the shaman that I've worked with feel that um, it is a good way to do it. And, in fact, when you go to – have you heard of a movie called The Sacred Science?
0: Uh, no I haven't
1: amazing book um, and movie about a man who took eight incredibly sick people down to the Amazon rainforest away from western medicine and he got them um, to work with shaman to heal them and that was all that they had they didn't have western doctors that was someone with MS Someone with Crohn's disease, someone with cancer, someone with anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. um, and all sorts of quite serious illnesses. And the shaman administered the the, um, the 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 herbs and the and the nutrition, and also they did ayahuasca and peyote every day for I think you know three or four weeks. And a lot of they a lot the shaman believe that a lot of illnesses are um illnesses of the soul and if you can access your soul you can heal them if that makes sense
0: oh yeah absolutely so do you go <laughs> to south america every 6 months
1: no 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 I, you can do it in australia it's not you know it's not um widely spoken about but you can do it here mm. um you can do it in you can do it all over the world if you want to do the traditional experience in south america the best place to go is to peru um and you go this there's, there's a couple of places that i've heard of that are very good but i like doing it in australia because there's i've such a strong connection to the australian bush and mm. to be able to do it there in your own it, the smell of your own country the feel of the of the land and the, everything about the sort of um the familiarity of where you're from because um, it's just a it's just from its nature and where, you're, where your own nature is, is I think a good place to do it because mm. you have a good um, connection. I just, there's something about the smell of the Australian bush and the, just the, you know, the sweet eucalyptus and the, like there's something about our country that so um, gets into your spirit when you're from a place um, that it's just different. When, like when I go to America and I go to the forests there, they're beautiful but there's just something that's like, when I, come, when I come home, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is what, this is my spirit's happy.
0: <laughs> mm, I love that. So, yeah. Vanessa, before you were talking, because you're talking about the soul, so before when you were talking yeah. about creative repression, is yeah. that not allowing your soul to have a voice?
1: That's a really nice way to put it. I think so. I think that within us all is a, is a blueprint of who we can be or who we're meant to be or who we are were were sort of created to be and we have the responsibility to outf- to find what that is and to fully express that in the world and when you don't that's when we have mental health issues we have eating disorders we have depression we have alcohol problems we have because we're repressing the part of our soul that wants expression, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, and repression is just the, you know, the, is keeping down what wants to come out. Mm. Um, and I use a lot of different tools when I work with people to find out what, I, what, what their, their, their uh, soul blueprint is. Mm. Um, I found some really interesting um, ways to do that and, some of them are based in um, in uh, Vedic astrology, which is Vedic astrology shows you what your soul wants to do while it's here, um, mm. and and it's super, it's so cool because when you align with what's there, and you create something, you create a way to to, to monetize what's in your soul it's like you you some, like pandora's box is open to you mm. because it feels good you're good at it and it's, you're doing something that makes the world better it's the it's the best way to work so um this expression of the soul is our, what i believe is our human responsibility we're all meant to find out what that is and and as i i think i I've spoken before about there's so many ways you can access what the soul wants to do and um, some of them are through this soul blueprint that I was talking about with Vedic astrology that I use with my clients and then I line up I line up for them what their blueprint says, and then we integrate that into um what we're creating and it's sort of it just hits the sweet spot because it's um what they were meant to do. Does that
0: make sense? Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just thinking we used to have, uh, we had um, a lady on the show talk to us about Vedic astrology. I study astrology and um, and we do talk about it. I remember my teacher was saying in Vedic though, that they can see uh, when your time is up as well.
1: Yes. Is that correct? Yes. It's- the best it's so interesting because they can see the beats of your life like all the different beats and I'll tell you something very interesting for me and I don't I've never spoken about this before but my father is um elderly and we've never had the closest relationship and it as he's gotten older I've got this yearning in my soul to heal between us and one of the things that Vedic teaches you is there are ways that I can help heal our relationship without him even doing anything um, that can heal his spirit so that when he does pass over, um, there's sort of clean karma between us uh, and there's certain gemstones and there's certain mantras and there's certain energetic practices that you can do to heal relationships so you help create great karma between you and, the, and whoever it is. And I just think that what a beautiful gift to give a soul when they're going to pass over um, mm-hmm. is healing, a soul healing. Because my dad is not so interested in having conversations <laughs> about these sort of difficult things, I want to do it, but I want to do it um, on a way that he doesn't have to participate. And that's one of the beautiful things about learning these things is you can do it. I can do it from my soul to his soul.
0: Mm, I love that because I was yeah. actually – that was one of my questions. How do you – because I know that you actually um, work with the creative expression uh, yeah. and through the soul tell teller story that, that expresses your brand and yeah. for helping people find their purpose. And for me, I was going to ask you how do you do that, but now that you've explained it, astrology, I also use astrology with coaching as well. So I yeah. like to have a look at the blueprint so I know what we're working with
1: um but yeah Vedic is a little bit different I guess it is because you are you are pretty much always one sign behind what you are in Western because Vedic is the most ancient astrology that is in existence it has it was there before um, because Western is based on the sun and um, Vedic is based on the moon and the moon is pretty much who we truly are and um it's our true essence. It's what's what's inside of us that we don't always show to the world. But it's our it's our um, it's our soul. Mm. And so, yeah. So Vedic is the oldest in in existence, and it has so many. Um, it, it, it just it seems to be more. Um, it seems to hit the points more for the people that I always work with. Mm. And and it also can go very deep into. Um, the the soul's cravings, uh, which I really like, because so I find Western can sometimes be it's a bit general unless you have a lot of the details mm. um, to go with it. But but all of it is so interesting, don't you think? Like all oh, of I love it. It's so it's so interesting. Yeah, oh, I love uh, yeah. it. I could talk about astrology forever. I absolutely love it. And I also studied Chinese astrology, and I found that. Um, really interesting too. Um, understanding what element you are um, mm-hmm. in the elemental in the elemental scale, and then learning to balance the elements in your life to find harmony. That was that's a really interesting one as well. Yeah, yeah so it just, is. all of it is just going back to our soul and finding out because we we use so many things in the world today to repress our soul. We use drugs, we use alcohol, we use television, we use, you know addictions we use uh uh, you know all sorts of things that can numb our connection to our soul um and when you allow that sort of voice to speak back to you it will tell you what you really want and what what you really want but um sometimes we need a little bit of support with that so there's all these sorts of amazing tools like um like astrology and human design uh and enneagram that's some of the other tools that i use um to find out what is in the blueprint.
0: Mm, I, I have heard of any Graham. I did
1: once upon a time look at doing that myself. And human design is really interesting as well. I mean that's based on your birth date um, as well and the time. And human design is um, another interesting way of looking at the what sort of creative human being you are.
0: I love it. So, Vanessa, if you were to give our listeners one piece of advice, if they wanted to embark on a new path, what would be that one piece of advice that you would give them?
1: Well, I would say find out how you want to creatively express yourself in the world. And that is such a big thing to do. It requires you to almost um, go back to the beginning of yourself and find out what was what's there. And one of the ways you can do that is a vision quest. You know, do you you're familiar with what a vision quest yep. is? Yeah. Yeah. So vision quests are wonderful, where you go off into nature for three days, um, and have this very, very, very quiet experience with just you and your soul. Um, that's a really great way to to find out what that is. And I mean, if you don't have that um, opportunity, it if you can find some quiet some space in your life to to really look at who you are every single day of your life how you dress what you eat how you speak to people what kind of relationships you have the work that you do when you're happy when you're not happy what 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 lights you what makes you you know all the things about us that make us uniquely us need to be our intentional creation not just things that we've inherited from other people and from you know ancestrally as well as societal and they need to be what we're truly truly is coming from our soul and the way you know it's coming from your soul is how it makes you feel um and I just think that creative expression is the most important thing that you will ever do for yourself um, because I see an epidemic in this world of creative repression. It is everywhere. I mean mm. it's just everywhere and you can see it. It's just, it's an epidemic. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, it's, it's so
0: true, so, so true. So, Vanessa, the other thing we love to ask a woman of inspiration is pain points. We believe we all have pain points. What would be some of your pain points in business and how do you get through them? How do you find your solution?
1: Well, the biggest one for me was, was and is shame. Um, I realised that I was looking at the world through this filter of shame, and so that every experience that I was having, uh, I could always bring some element of shame to it um, because of the childhood experiences that we have, it sort of sets us up to see the world have a perspective of the world in a certain way, and so I found that my my experiences in as a child with so much shame really set me up to live a life where I could just shame was just everywhere for me it was in love and career and money and sex and relationships it was everywhere and it it was it was that kind of that nebulous cloud that was around everything and why it's so important in business is and this is what I find with the brand films that I do with people we find it so hard to stand in front of a camera and let the lens penetrate us and see us for who we truly are, because there's something about standing in front of a camera that doesn't—it just doesn't lie. We can see everything, and we're—and I know this for myself. When I went to make my own brand awareness film, it's terrifying. Um, to talk about yourself for seven, for five to six minutes, just about you all the time, um, and to let yourself be photographed and, 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 and like the whole experience is, is quite um, terrifying. But it is one of the most liberating experiences as well is to share your story, the soul story of who you are and why you do the work that you do, because um, we need more people who are willing to be vulnerable and open and honest and authentic in their work. Uh, but shame is one of the things that I see every day in the work that I do is it's just so hard for us to allow ourselves to shine, allow ourselves to be visible, allow ourselves to share, you know, what, what who we truly are. And so I know that for me shame is something that I still, you know, still something that I have to to, to, to watch Um, and be careful about, but I now, the soul wants to express and the shame can be the thing that stops you from expressing and that's how it was with me and a lot of the clients that I work with, there's an ache or a craving inside of us to share ourselves and to do something that's important or just just to do something that's important to us Um, and I think when we can address things like shame, um which is was my pain point um it liberates you because now I'm so happy to um to share myself and you know myself physically as well as emotionally and spiritually um because I've addressed the shame stuff but it was the thing that created enormous problems in my business before I kind of addressed it.
0: So, for our listeners, and I'm curious too, what is the solution to shame? So, how do we get through it, past
1: it, over it? However, what I think is interesting about shame is that with the shame is very powerful. It's very powerful, and it can um, it can um, uh, stop us in our tracks. But the, the degree to how much shame you have. I truly believe this with my heart, the degree to how much shame you have, because we live in a, in, a, in a world of polarity, means that you have enormous power on the other side of that polarity. So people who experience high degrees of shame have the ability to have a lot of power on the other side of that if they are able to transmute that. Do, do, does it make sense with the polarity thing?
0: Yeah, so what would be the yeah. opposite of shame? Power
1: to me. Oh, power! Okay. Authentic power, like, tr- like really authentic, vulnerable, true power, where you can say, "This is me, and I am." Yes, I've got this, and I've got that going on. But you know what? I am so fine with all my um flaws and my whatever else you want to call them but i'm still here and i'm still going to do my work and i'm going to still show up because i've got something important to share and i have um i i, I deserve to be here i deserve to take up space i deserve to be of service to others in the world just do you know what i mean by that's like you, you the shame if you can transmute your shame on the other side of that, and you stand in your own power, it's it's like a very, very, very um, uh, beautiful polarity, if that makes sense. Mm.
0: So, in other words, of so, when shame comes up, I'm just trying to put it into into mm. words here so that yeah. I'm, it's relatable. I, so, when shame comes up. Yep. I'm I pretending I'm on that polarity line that you're talking about and on the other side of that is power. So for me to transmute the energy of shame mm. is to have a look at what are my strengths? What am I good at? What am I powerful with or
1: Well, you've got to find out um what the shame where the shame comes from. I think that's really important. Um you've got you've got to you've got to do a little bit of work there but what i was meaning about the power thing is that if you're brave and willing to do the work then on the other side of, of the of the shame is power so you've got this opportunity to be a very powerful person if you are able to move through the shame so for me the shame i i had to to really like the, it wasn't obvious that it was shame for me um that was that was my sort of tripping up point um I was self-sabotaging everything in my life, and I didn't know why until I understood that it was shame. That was the thing that was making me do all this sabotage. Um, it was this deep shame. I had so much shame about just being who I was—the color of my skin, the um, the the my body shape, my intellect, like everything about me—I was so ashamed of. I couldn't even bear looking at myself in the mirror. Um, Having my photo taken was just, like, heartbreaking for me. Um, And I understood that that shame came from a place um, in my childhood and I truly believe that I chose to have that shame for a reason and I understood that what I was meaning before about the power thing is that um, I had such a an experience that was so far on the negative side that because we live in a in a in a in a universe of polarity it has to balance out mm. so you have to be able to have what's on the on the so far on the positive side and through my transmutation of the of the shame and understanding where it came from and looking at myself in a different way and that came from doing things like theta healing Um, RTT, rapid transformational therapy, then the ayahuasca, um, all sorts of different plant medicine. Um, I did um, psychotherapy, um, like all sorts of subliminal messaging, um, movement practices, affirmations, all sorts of different things, breathing, even breathing practices um, Mm -hmm. to move the energy of shame through my body. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I was able to to sort of see myself from a different perspective because I'd moved this shame through my body, um I was able to see myself in a different way, and then I was able to look at myself as someone who had this beautiful, authentic, strong power mm-hmm. and and it was like it was like it makes me get really. Sort of emotional to think about that because it's so painful mm. to do all that work. Mm. Um, but and shame is, you know, on the on the um, the power versus force scale, the David um, Hawkins scale of, um, the, you know, the the emotion emotional mm-hmm. scale. Shame is the lowest emotion. It is actually below fear. Shame is the lowest, most negative feeling that you could have. Um, and so for me, that was I chose something. Quite, I chose an epic journey in this lifetime with, mm. with work, working with shame. But as I said before, shame is—it's everywhere. It's like it's—you know—I see it in so many people. That some of the, a lot of the clients that I work with, and even friends that I have, it's a subtle energy that you can see everywhere. That um, comes from our childhoods. It comes from society. It comes from you know just the world that we live in. Um, and I believe that if you can do that brave tender and sacred work around uh, shame what's what's what your gift is on the other side is phenomenal
0: Mm. wow I've
1: got lots of visuals and
0: I got goosebumps I uh as you were talking through that and I could really feel your emotion as well it's like it's almost like when we talk about fear you know on the other side of that is courage but you have to feel it you have to go through Mm. it and I think that shame you probably see it because you've actually experienced it and you wouldn't for, for those that um, uh, I'm not saying they've never experienced it. Might not know what that feels like, but for someone yeah. that has experienced it, you'll see it, and it might yeah. be um blind for us. It might yeah. be because we're not, we haven't put a word to it. We can't connect with yeah. it. So that's it. It's, it's it's a very you've got to go through it. You've got to experience it. You've got to immerse yourself in it to walk through it.
1: You do, and what I I see it a lot because I work with people in the visibility area Mm. people who want a brand film they want to make money they want to sell they want people to see what they have to offer and they want to do something important with their lives so they're willing to stand out and be seen and if you're willing to stand out and be seen all your demons are going to come up Mm. and shame is the biggest one because shame is who am i who am i to do this Mm. like who who wants to hear what i've got to say and and then there's all the um I'm too fat I'm too thin I'm not pretty enough I'm not interesting enough I look fat in these clothes um I've got lines I need botox like all of those physical things come up as well as the emotional and the spiritual stuff so I see it because in my area um of visibility high visibility um is the the demon of shame and she's a she's a demon but she's also got so much to, to share with you um, and it makes me get really emotional because shame is, um, as I said, I can see it everywhere and I see it in my clients and I see it in the people that I work with and it's such, it's got so much to teach you mm. and if we, if we could only just not um, make it so bad and so wrong and, and try and understand it. It it really has something, and I can see the people that taught me the lessons of shame in childhood, and I can understand. I think I chose those people to give me those lessons. Mm. Um, I really, really believe that. I'm not just I'm just not saying that because it sounds good. I really believe that I chose a grandmother and a father who were particularly harsh with their lessons, but what they gave me um, is. Is this person that I am today? And that's, yeah, I, I feel proud of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, Vanessa, as we wrap up the show, we'd love to ask a woman of inspiration to pick one word that best describes your
1: personal brand. What would be that one word? That's really hard, Catherine. But if I had to pick one word, I was going to say creative, but I, I really think that it's sacred, the mm. word sacred, because sacred covers, um, sacred is. Um, the work of the soul mm. and I think that um, everything that I do and care about and work towards with myself and others is is sacred work
0: I love it and yeah, you're right it's it's all it links back to creativity doesn't it and creative yeah yeah and the other thing that we do as we wrap up the show we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to leave three shiny golden nuggets for our listeners. so what would you what would be those three shiny golden nuggets that you would like to
1: leave for our listeners today? Okay so the first one is um the most important thing is get to know your soul or your spirit um, that is the that is the most important relationship that you will ever have um and that's the work that you need to do because you've got to have a clean connection between you and your soul there's a lot of people that can help you um you know get support that relationship and get back into um, sort of attuned into that soul um but that's getting to know your inner being because she's she is your um companion for the for the long haul she's here for the whole journey of your life and beyond um and she can teach you and guide you in every way so that's the first one um, the second one I, I really again want to sort of stress is that to, you've got to find your unique creative expression. Um, I think that it, it requires a lot of hard honesty with yourself and maybe some, um, but it, it just, it's, it's deep, it's the deep work, but find how you want to express yourself in this world and then do it. Uh, and find some people to help you if you, if you can't work that out. And then the third thing I, I believe that we are not in the universe but we are each our own universe Mm. and we see the world through our own eyes because we're in our own little universe. Um, There's not a big universe that's outside of us um, and you are the centre of your own universe. Mm. And that for me was thought-provoking. Like I just thought about that and I thought that i am such a we are each our own universe that means that we are the creator of our own universe that means that we are like we are the creator and i like that because i think human beings are just we're just creative like who we are is creative we're born out of the create like we are born out of creativity the act of creating a child is the like creative act we come from creativity um and if you are at the center of your own universe, then the sky's the limit for you.
0: Absolutely. I love that. I love all three of them. <laughs> I, 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 um, I'm, I was going to say, I just feel like giving you a big etheric hug right now because I'm feeling <laughs> oh, your emotions oh. over here. Uh, but what I was going to ask you is where's the best place for our listeners to find you, Vanessa?
1: Sure. That I pretty much hang out on Instagram mostly. So that's um the Vanessa Jane on Instagram. I have a Facebook page, but I find myself less and less there. Um, and but Instagram is my is the fun place to be. But if anyone, if I'm I'm on um, I'm Vanessa Jane on um, Facebook, um, and on Instagram is the Vanessa Jane, mm. and my web, my website is vanessa jane com.
0: We'll have all the links in our show notes, Vanessa. I can't thank you enough for sharing your wisdom, your emotions, and. Uh, yeah, I could have. I could sit here and talk to you the whole night. Actually, it Me was a uh, very, very interesting conversation. So thank you so much, and I'm sure our listeners will reach out to you. Uh, for our listeners, I highly recommend check out her website. I was actually complimenting on Vanessa's website how beautiful it is with the gold and the turquoise, <laughs> uh, but uh,
1: it's beautiful. Um, so thank you so so thank very you. much. My absolute pleasure. It was lovely to meet you, Catherine. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you.
0: where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an e-book to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Plano.